I'm Alyssa. I'm Alyssa. And I'm not Alyssa. This is 52 Women, a podcast for the Montgomery County, Maryland chapter of the National Organization for Women. I am Alyssa B. You can call me EB1. I am the co-president of Montgomery County now. A fun fact about me is when I was in college, my career counselor told me I was best suited for a career in protesting, which is not a job, (laughs) but I do it anyway. Uh, I'm Alyssa B. uh, Hereafter known as EB2. Um, I am also co-president of Montgomery County now. And a fun fact about me is that I've been protesting since I was two years old. And I've been to many, many of them since then. I am Jenny Rose. Uh, That's what you can call me since I'm not an Alyssa, so I don't have a number. (laughs) I am the secretary of the Montgomery County Now chapter. And a fun fact of me is that I once got myself blocked from calling Paul Ryan's office line. And I refuse to call him Speaker Ryan because he really doesn't deserve that much respect. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're going to go into some chapter news. And I'm going to turn to EB2 for that. Uh, So our chapter was a co-sponsor of an event this weekend. Cocktails and Connections. It was hosted by the Black Dems of Montgomery County. Um, And... Their theme this year was Year of the Woman, which was why we were sponsors. Uh, They asked us to speak a little, so I got to speak a little bit, um, which was really exciting and and fun for me. But the most important and fun part was listening to the other people speak. Um, Particularly, we thought people would be interested in a woman named Lily Key, who um, spoke. She's the Assistant Chief Administrator in the Montgomery County Office for the County Executive. She spoke about small businesses in Montgomery County and how minority-owned and women-owned businesses are a priority for them. They want to be supporting uh, minorities and women who want to go into business, and they want people to think outside the box, not that they don't support traditional small businesses like restaurants um, and other boutiques, uh, things like that, but they're really interested in people who um, want to think outside the box do all different kinds of companies, specifically kinds she was mentioning that might export to other places, might grow. Um, She's really committed to giving people the tools they need to get started and the support they need to get started to be able to answer all the questions that people may have. Uh, So if you're a woman in Montgomery County and you're looking to uh, start a small business or you have an idea and you're not quite sure where to go with it, uh, Lily Key is someone who would be great to talk to. Um, and her last name is spelled Q-I, and if you're Googling her. Um, and then we also talked to the um, Black Dems. I'm not sure they have a date yet, but their organization is going to do a training for anybody who wants to run for office in Montgomery County. Um, and they're going to do, it's going to be in the fall. They haven't announced the time yet, but we'll push it out when we know. Uh And they're going to do a a general training and then breakout sessions so that if you have an interest in running for council, if you have an interest in running for other part of other things, they can specifically speak to your questions or concerns about running for office. Uh, So if you're a woman in Montgomery County, you're considering running for office, keep an eye on our events calendar on 
line and we'll try and mention it and tweet it out when we find out about it so that you can um, possibly run for office. Um, and anyway, it was, it was a great event and I hope we'll get to do more stuff um, with the Association of Black Democrats in Montgomery County. That's all I've got on that, friends. Melissa, do you want to talk about our upcoming events? Yes, so um, we are going to be having one chapter meeting and one happy hour slash, slash social event every month. Um, we've already done that for June, so um, our next chapter meeting is going to be on July 12th, and our next happy hour is going to be July 19th. And the location for those events are still TBD, so we will let you all know. Maybe we can go back to Growlers now that they've decided to reopen. Maybe we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just to kind of go back a little bit and talk about what we're trying to do with the podcast, because um, I was supposed to do that in the beginning, and then I forgot, <laughs> and no one called me on it. <laughs> we all forgot. It's going to so, be great. It's going to be great right now. So... We wanted to do this to share chapter news with, you know, maybe a, a wider audience who's maybe not able to make all the meetings and, and get our mission out there. Um, same thing with upcoming events and actions. You know, the community is really engaged right now with what's going on politically in the national and local level. So we figured get the word out, get more engagement with the community. And then the reason for the name 52 Women is we will have a Woman of the Week segment each week and 52 weeks in a year, 52 women. So that's, that's where we are with that. Um, and unless I don't think we have any more chapter news, but we wanted to cover a few national news stories. So I was going to start off with what's going on with healthcare. Um, and the shorter answer is no one really knows right now, except women are probably going to get screwed over by whatever is happening. Um, the House voted on a bill a few months ago, and they pushed it through, and it's awful. It would leave 23 million people without insurance, or 23 million more people without insurance. And when it arrived in the Senate, it was said to be dead on arrival, and the Senate's working on their own bill, but no one's seen it. Um, there are a few sources that have speculated what's in it, um, and the most credible that I found, and we'll have the sources on the blog with the podcast is that they'll have some state waivers. So states would be able to waive the essential health benefits and that's what really hits women where that's what requires maternity care, um, birth control, well visits, all that. Those are essential health benefits of the Affordable Care Act. And so what the Republicans may do is allow states to waive out of that. So people just you know, if you're in a red state or in a state with a Republican governor, they can say, we don't want to do that, and you'll have to pay for those services out of pocket. Um, the thing that the speculation is that they would keep the coverage for pre-existing conditions and keep the prevention for insurance companies charging you more for pre-existing conditions. Oh, but I'm supposed to talk louder. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody really knows except that they want to vote on this by July 4th and they haven't allowed anyone from the Democrats to look at it. And they've been doing this with an all male group. I think they consulted with one female Senator 
and that was for a day and that was all. So again, it's all men ruling on women's health again. So, and I, I, I mean, I, this is Evie too. And I've <laughs> <laughs> talking, I've had three kids and when you get um, anybody who, you know, when you have insurance and you get the yeah. summary of benefits and it tells you what you would have paid and what you actually paid when you have a baby, you look at, even though you don't have to pay that number, they're telling you you would have had to pay without insurance. It's an insanely big number. And you, it, I just remember feeling so lucky when I saw that, that we had good insurance and that I was able to take care of myself, take care of the baby, not have to worry about what was going to happen. Because at the time, especially when we had our first, there is no chance that we would have been able to afford that. That would have sent us into major debt if we had had to deal with that. Yeah, and the other thing is the birth control. You know, they've already started rolling back some of the protections for paying for birth control, which birth control is not cheap. It's not, especially medicinal birth control. So, yeah, it's we'll we'll keep you posted on what's going on and we'll also keep you posted on what you can do at the local level. Um we're fortunate in Maryland where we already had our state legislature pass some bills where we will have coverage for birth control and if they defund planned parenthood, Maryland will cover it. But we're doing some research into what you can do if you don't live in Maryland. Um so we'll we'll keep you posted on that. Um, okay, so this is EB2 again. My, um, I say um a lot, I hear myself, sorry. Uh, the, thing that, <laughs> the thing that I wanted to talk about was Kamala Harris, um, um, again, has been being, she's. She is the uh, senator sorry. from, a senator from California, senator just from FYI. Cal- senator from California, former attorney general. She is so smart and. Um, if Jeff Sessions weren't so dangerous, I'd feel bad for him that he had to go up against her. Uh, but I don't. And um, I was, I'm not sure if any, if you've watched or anything, but um, we'll put the link up to this Media Matters um, post that's really just about the media reaction to Kamala Harris and how she was questioning um, Jeff Sessions. And... Uh, the reason that I picked this specific one was because Joe Scarborough and Mika were talking about it. And I feel like when Joe Scarborough and Mika are horrified by the misogyny that they see, then, you know, it's really blatant. Um, so (laughs) to be frank, so we'll post it, but, um, he, they, then the worst part to me was not even how she was treated during the hearing, which was terrible. She was... McCain ended her questioning as quickly as he possibly could. She was talked down to. She was shushed. Um, she was questioned. Uh, but it was the commentary after the pundits who called her hysterical. Um, they used the word hysterical to describe her. She could not have been less hysterical. And the link we post will have some video footage of her speaking. She's clear, concise, tough, and just trying to mind the people's business and get to the bottom of what happened. And the fact that she's being called hysterical is just another way that um, even even a woman as accomplished as she is in a role that uh, as a senator, as powerful as she is and as important as she is, even though I guess she's a freshman senator, um, to be treated like 
brushed aside and told to be quiet and, and for them to use the word hysterical just is so inappropriate. And um, it reminded me of the fact we just had our Maryland State National Organization for Women meeting that we attended. Um, and they were there talking about a bill that they've been trying to get through the Congress at the state level uh, so that men who rape women have no guaranteed parental rights if there is a child as a result of that rape. Um, Kathleen Dumay was the sponsor on the bill. And uh, in the end of this last session, they were went into separate committee to discuss it and debate it. And she wasn't on the committee. It was all men who were on the committee debating it. Um, she was allowed to be in the room because she was a sponsor on the bill, but she had to stand at the side of the room silently while they debated. Um, and the bill did not go through. So that's something to look forward to from us. We're going to be on top of that and make sure that um, when that comes back, we do everything we can to support everybody who's been working so hard on that to get it through. Um, but this is just a, a note to say that uh, our voices our voices are important. And even if we keep being shush and even if we keep being called hysterical, that shouldn't deter us from working hard and, and getting the messages out that we need to get. And we need to support each other. Like there's also the video going around of there was a panel of physicists. I think it was the World Science Festival. And there were all men and one woman. And the moderator let each of the men talk and explain their theories. And the woman who is an expert on string theory or something very complicated in physics. He got to her and he introduced her and he was explaining her theory to her. Mm. And she went to talk several times and couldn't because he kept going and she wasn't going to interrupt him. And so some a woman in the audience actually had to scream out, please let her speak for them to realize like, oh, maybe we should let her talk. <laughs> <laughs> and it just goes to show like it, it's in, it's in, a lot of areas where we're not, not not allowed, but we're not given the opportunity or blocked from speaking, and we need to support each other, and we need women and men as allies, frankly, to to make this stop. And I think we tend to think that we've gotten we've come so far. Um, once we had a major party's candidate as a woman, we tend to think that, and and I think a lot of other people who is are not members of National Organization for Women or other activists tend to tell us that we've come far enough, what more do you need, you are equal, and this is just proof that you can rise to the very top of your field and you're still going to be shushed and you're still going to be told to sit down and you're still going to be told that if you raise your voice, you're hysterical and emotional and that can't deter us from our goals. You might have a toilet seat made out of your face. Yeah, that's a rant. That's a rant for another day. <laughs> yes. Tell about the rant. Um, so Stacy, who is the Montgomery County one of the Montgomery County now vice presidents, uh, she found a toilet seat cover on Amazon, uh, with Hillary Clinton's face on it. Um, and Stacy is our resident ranter. Um, so she sent uh some people in the chapter uh, her rant that she sent to Amazon about the toilet seat and how it was not appropriate to be selling that. Um, I believe she's still waiting for a response. I didn't know she sent it to Amazon. 
Yeah. I thought she just sent it to you. No, she sent <laughs> she sent what she sent to Amazon to us. That's amazing. So, yes, we will probably have Stacy on the podcast in the future. Um, so look forward to some ranting. Yeah, she's not going to let anybody shush her. No, no. For sure not. No. She's also quite hilarious. And, and we don't want to shush awesome. her. No, we don't, certainly. Yeah. But she wouldn't let anybody. No. She, yeah, she's awesome. Okay, so now we're going to move into our woman of the week. And this week, Alyssa number one is highlighting our, our woman. Yes. All right, so this is EB1, um, and in, in honor of Pride Month, uh, June is Pride Month, um, our woman of the week is Ma Rainey, who sang perhaps one of the most badass songs of all time. We're going to be allowed to say badass on this podcast. <laughs> Explicit rating. Yes. Um, so Ma Rainey is known as the mother of the blues. Because she was one of America's first prominent blues, uh, female blues singers. Um, she began incorporating the blues into her performing repertoire as early as 1902, which was super early. Um, she was signed to Paramount Records in 1923 after almost 25 years of being in show business. Um, she recorded 92 songs while she was uh, signed to Paramount and composed about a third of those, which uh, is not something most female singers did at that time. Um, she was one of Paramount's biggest selling stars, and um, she had a big following of both black and white uh, audience, a black and white audience. Um, she was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame posthumously uh, in 1990 um, under the category of early influence. So she was super important in uh, music history, although she does not get as much credit as she deserves. Wonder why. Um, <laughs> um, Alright, so uh, the badass song that she sang um, is called Prove It On Me. Um which is kind of uh, representative of a lot of the songs she sang because uh, many of her songs um, critiqued uh, white patriarchal culture and uh, challenged gender norms, which was a pretty radical thing to do in the 1920s when she recorded it. Um, her character in the song... Uh, talks about, or sings about, uh, dressing up in men's clothing and going out with other women. Um, she uh, says that she, quote, talks to the gals just like any old man and, quote, uh, quote wants the whole world to know. Um, and the best part of the song is that she dares people to prove her behavior on her. Um, that behavior at the time was, of course, illegal. Um, so it's kind of like the original come at me, bro. Um, Catch me outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a pretty uh, badass thing to do. Um, and in real life, uh, Ma Rainey was married to a man, but she was 
known to have lots of uh, lesbian relationships. Um, so perhaps she was quite like the character in her song. Um, she was actually arrested in Harlem, New York in 1925 for hosting a lesbian party. And uh, fun fact about that. What is a lesbian party? Or it, it's, we're not that gorgeous. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't going to be that explicit, but. I mean, you're already we badass, you remember? I said badass, not the same thing. Um, so, yeah, she was arrested for hosting this party in Harlem. And uh, fun fact about that is Bessie Smith who uh, is known as the Empress of the Blues. Um, Ma, uh, she considered Ma Rainey her mentor. Um, and Bessie Smith was also reportedly bisexual. Uh, she bailed Ma Rainey out of jail when she got arrested for hosting this party. So, two ladies in the 1920s sticking up for themselves. Nice. And sticking out for each other. Um, so there you go. So our woman of the week, first ever. I'm kind of sad I've never heard of her before. Yeah. Like I've heard of Bessie Smith, but I've mm -hmm. never heard of her before. Kind yeah, of sad. She uh she died um when she died, I forget what year. I can Google it right now if you'd <laughs> like me to. But um when she died she uh kind of had uh faded from the spotlight. Um and uh she retired from uh the music industry at some point and um, managed some theaters, local theaters in her nice. home state of Georgia. So cool. when she, she died, she kind of died in obscurity, but was later recognized by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She died in um, like 1936 or 1939. Something? Dang, I was close. Turn it upside <laughs> down. Um, she has a stamp. Oh. Yeah, she has a pretty it's a really cool portrait. Cool one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, her portrait's awesome. Yeah. That's her stamp. Oh, that is a cool portrait. You guys should Google her. Yeah. Well, I guess she'll be up there. Right? Ma Rainey, um, her songs are, uh, as you gathered, quite old. Um, so a lot of them are in the public domain. You can go to archive.org and uh, find a lot of her music on there that you can listen to and download for free. And not right now, but when we edit this <laughs> podcast, we're going to play some of uh, Prove It On Me for you. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alyssa. All right, so I think that's it for this week. Uh, we hope you join us next week when we figure out how to do this. Yeah. We learn along with us, and yes. we hear about the exciting news of Alyssa, too, planning the Montgomery County Now retreat. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be so awesome, you guys. It's going to be here in, like, a thousand days. So we're almost there. So we're having a retreat in three, three years. years. Yes. <laughs> No, it'll be before that. Take off a couple zeros, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like, not ten, though. Like, yeah. Um, I just want to shout out to the, um, to the Association of Black Democrats of Montgomery County, just in case anybody wants to look them up on Twitter, at Black Dems underscore MC as in Montgomery County. Yes. And if anyone wants to find us on social media, which please do... You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MCMDNow, um, which is MC for Montgomery County, MD for Maryland, now for National Organization for Women. Um, and our website is MCMDNow.org.
And we'll hear you all next week. You will hear us next week. Oh, yeah, that. We won't hear you. (laughs) So let us know if you like the podcast. You can uh, tweet us using the hashtag 52women. Um, Let us know what you think. And suggestions maybe for women you would like us to cover. Yeah, exactly. Give us some uh, Women of the Week suggestions. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and issues. Maybe you heard about something in the county or around the country that you want us to talk about and yeah we'd like we'd like participation through and we'd be happy media. to dig into stuff for you so if there's something that you have a question about you can't quite figure out what action you need to take or where you need to go we could look into that for you if you tweet at us bye right bye, <laughs> bye guys <laughs>